Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? We're back for more talk and teaspoons. Uh, thank you all so much for all the positive messages that you sent us thank on you. the previous episode. We had a good time, right? It's a vibe. It was a pretty, it was a pretty good vibe. We talked about a bunch of very random things, and they as were, we do, as we do, and they were super enjoyable and entertaining, to say the least. Speaking of which, uh, let's start this episode by mentioning that we would love for you all to send us questions. Yes, um, we have a link tree link that takes you to a very simple audio uh, submission, like a voicemail. You can it's super cool. Yeah, you can leave us voicemails, and you can also send like anonymous text messages if you want. And that's cool because if you all had any questions or any topics you wanted us to speak on or talk about in a future episode, we'd be able to knock that out. Hit us on the main line, child. On the main line. On the main line, child. Um, but yeah, so I'm just saying that at the beginning of this episode so that you all don't forget. Also, you know that these uh, episodes are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all Wherever that stuff. Wherever you get your local podcast, it's available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you want to rate and review us, that would be nice. Duh. We appreciate it. We um, love a rate. We love a review. We do. Yeah, we do know. love we love all these things. If you like the vibes, you know, you could leave a little review for the girls, you know? Mm. For the girls. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh so with that being said. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. What's good? We're here. We're hanging out. Um we enjoyed all of the responses that we got from the previous episode. There was a lot of really nice things said and also like a bunch of really weird things. Triggered. Triggered people. Uh, depending on the clips that we posted. Child, God forbid a woman has standards and then stands on business. God forbid. Anytime. And don't let it be a black woman. Child. Yeah, don't let it be a black. Don't let it be. Yeah. Some guy said you're you're, you're pushing stereotypes to the community. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. You sound so fucking dumb. Shut up. I'm what? not pushing any stereotype. If anything, the fact that you fucking sitting here arguing with yourself in my comments. Well, yeah. Let's talk about it. So, because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's missing context. That's that's what I would say. <laughs> I would say, you know, if you all um, follow us, I think um, I used one of those like AI generated clip mm. websites and it just picked pieces that it thought were, I guess, well discussed or distributed. And one of the clips was just Pilar talking about her thoughts on, you know, dating and relationships. And it was very vague. It didn't say anything in particular, nor did it target any one group. She just said that, you know, grown women appreciate like grown men who actually take the dating perspective seriously and as someone who and spoke from my own experience and spoke from her own experience absolutely and uh speaking of someone who was a part of that experience <laughs> you know uh she was she was he was there i, I was crazy i was a part of it and it's crazy because you were sitting next to me when i said that shit too that was crazy that was the wild that part because i'm sitting next to you but for some reason <laughs> It's like, yo, it's like I just vanished yeah. off the screen yeah. and turned into an invisible person. Casper, the friendly ghost ass mm -hmm. boy, because the comments were talking about talking to her as if uh, I wasn't just sitting next to her. Who's her husband? But, you know, I think Mo, you know what it is, though? They probably indulge in a lot of um, podcasts that 
usually it's just two objective sides talking to each other. Sure. So we look like two objective sides, and it's not that we're actually on the same team. <laughs> what, what tickles me is the, let's see where she is in 20 years. Fuck you. Let's see where you're at. The fuck? I the mean, fuck? Definitely. Still in my comments, bitch? <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> 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 you're so funny because you're... <laughs> Dumb. It is dumb. Your snap, <laughs> your snapbacks are funny because I'm, I'm looking at obviously those comments as obviously the rude, but at the same time I say, huh, you know, put on your, put on your glasses. I'm not a therapist at all, but put on the 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 thinking cap of, and what makes you say that? Like I just the thought, and obviously I would say the thought is, oh well, this is this is like a hurt little boy or man child. You're also a man. You're uh, you're not a woman, so you you know you have a different perspective. This isn't something that you're like berated with your entire life. No, absolutely. And I, it's like oh, yeah. like oh, you're gonna end up alone. <laughs> oh, if you don't have a man, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Like, stop policing. Women should do this, and they should be. And oh my god, you're less of a woman if you don't end up like the 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 inference that being alone right as if one it's not a fucking choice but being alone is just oh oh god she's she's gonna she's gonna be so lonely and she's not and she's not you know what she gonna have peace tranquility (laughs) coins nobody fucking up her taxes or her motherfucking credit okay listen i'm not saying my grandmama did it the best way but i really understand why that lady don't want to be with nobody i used to give her so much shit like grandma really i get it like girl that's how you want to spend your last years baby (laughs) and she's like i have peace i bet you do Mm -hmm. i i bet and you know i've seen some interviews of older women who are like in their 80s in New York or their 90s. And they're like, oh, you know, like, what's the key to a long, happy life? Don't be with men. Men will <laughs> drain your life. And I'm not saying all men are bad, obviously. If you take it that way, go see a therapist. and st- I don't give a fuck. But No, I, but the wrong one for sure. Yeah. Or the but, wrong woman. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. But it's just like, yo, like, if someone wants to be by themselves, that's beautiful. There is like a sacredness in being with yourself and being fulfilled in yourself that I think a lot of people, a lot of people in this world in this time that we live in is just like, that's so horrible. It's nice as an only child. It's nice. I would say, (laughs) I would say it's definitely nice. And it's also kind of like the concept of being alone or the concept of finding someone I feel like has a almost scary, grandiose, like stigma to it now where People are very uncomfortable with saying out loud that they're okay with being alone. Not not all of them, but like the scrutiny for some reason that comes with that. Like there's a, I feel like it's almost being like kind of pushed back left and right. Like, you know, there's, there's the new generation of people who are not worried about being with or without someone or being married or any sure. of those things. Yeah. But then there's like a very large group of people who is almost like trying to force da- force down your throat traditional yeah. N- norms. Yeah. But like almost pushing it like, "Oh, you don't want to you want to be all by yourself? That's not going to work. This isn't that's not how people get happy." Yeah. And it's weird cuz it's like they'll be the same people who are alone. Like they'll already be alone and they're pushing that narrative maybe cuz they are unhappy, which is fine. Sure. But also from the perspective of like, "Well, the way I was taught, 
uh, you're, you're, you know, like you're asking for trouble if you think being alone is the right answer. And it's like, you can't, first off, you can only control your existence so much and you can determine who you want in it and who you don't. So if there are, if there, if there is nobody who's come across your timeline that has benefited you and helped you grow as a person and have, have helped you learn to enjoy partnership and companionship, then no one, you shouldn't be forced to do that. Yeah, no. And also like, don't try to validate your lifestyle choice that you may or may not be comfortable with by trying to force me or trying to encourage me to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. that's what I feel like a good portion of it is too. Like, especially like older generations, like why aren't you married or why aren't you doing this or why? Oh, well, listen, Hey, guess what? Guess what? I don't have to guess what? Um, I get it. Maybe you weren't too happy secretly deep down inside about the choice you made. Maybe you didn't like it that much, this is but true. guess what? Guess what? Getting me to do the same goofy shit that you did is not going to like in your mind maybe like oh my god i feel so much better because it's validation other people are doing it but guess what like Mm -hmm. i don't need to pay for your your like not so great decisions or maybe decisions you regret with my time in my life we're here for a good time not a long time you've got the game fucked up definitely that and yeah definitely from older generations they look at you from the perspective of like well i didn't want i did it why would you not want to do it and Mm -hmm. it's like oh but did you want to do it or Mm -hmm. did you get pushed into doing it and or shamed into doing it and now you're repeating that cycle and also did you like it of course did you stay in it because you felt like you had to and you'd be judged if you tried to get out of it or do you still like it yeah exactly it's just like listen if you are comfortable with your if Someone who's truly comfortable, in my very, very, very humble opinion, if you're comfortable with your decisions, you don't give a fuck what other people do. Yeah. Like, you don't feel the need to be like, oh, well, why aren't you? No, I don't care. Yeah, you don't really scream at the mountaintops. (laughs) I'm cool with my decision of, like, being married, and, and that's how I've chosen to live my life. I have friends who are like, I could give a fuck about getting married. I love that for them. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, oh, friends who don't want to have kids. I love that for them. When I have had clients and people tell me like, I don't want to have a kid. I'm like, good on you. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. If you never hear this from anybody else, I'm so fucking proud of you because that is single handedly the most liberating and like unselfish thing that you can fucking like do and say. Yeah. Because like having a child and this is a whole other conversation. Having a child is one of the most selfish things in this world that you can do because that child did not ask to be here. You wanted to have the child. Yeah. So that's on you. But for someone to be able to be like, I don't want kids. Amazing. Because there's so many people who have kids that never should have been allowed. My parents should have been allowed to. <laughs> We're going to call a spade a spade out here. I, I Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. My mama should not listen. No. <laughs> no. No. And honestly, like, not even trying to be shady. I really feel like if she had been born in a different time, mm. like let's say she was Gen Z, right? I don't think she would have had a kid. No, there's so much more choice. I think, I think it was very much like a, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I want this guy to stay with me. And, you know, also she had cancer. So she didn't think when she had me, she didn't think she could have kids as well with respect to that. But I think old girl would have been moving real different if, she wasn't around her family or she was born in a different generation because the life the, to- the life she told me she was living before she had me, it was, <laughs> why would you have a kid if you're going on tour? Fuck 
having a kid. Go live your fucking life. I, you know what's funny? There, definitely go live your life. And also, I, I think there's even in our group and younger, like a, like just, just kind of like the condition, the conditioning of like, well, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Because maybe you're lost within what it is you thought your purpose was. So now you're back to the drawing board with, well. I'm at a certain age. There's, you know, the clock is ticking. Let me do this. Let me figure that out. You know, it's actually kind of funny that you bring this up. I have a clip of me doing stand up from. Oh, no, I have a clip of me doing stand up uh, at the Comedy Cellar in New York. And one of the questions, it's like a show that my buddy uh, Will Savince produces with his boy Cypher Sounds. And, uh, oh, you know, Cypher Sounds. Yeah. 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 He, he, what they weren't there this night, but, um, our buddy, um, another comedian, uh, Ian Fine Dance, who was there. That's a cool name. Yeah, Fine he's, Dance. Yeah, he's funny. Cool. He's got great, great podcast, and also he's a funny comedian. But he asked me, he was asking me about how I met you. And <laughs> I don't know if I've ever shared this. I don't think I've shown you this clip, but uh, he asked no, me. I want to see this. Yeah, it's funny. He asked me how <laughs> I met you, and then he asked me if we had kids. And I said, no, no kids. And then... <laughs> I actually have it like right yeah, here. Yeah, I want to see. Wait, I'll play the clip. <laughs> I'll play the clip and then maybe I'll I'll add it to the uh, video yeah. that we're recording. But I'll play it for you right now and try to time it up. But like the clip is a, uh, it's just it's it's you know it's funny. It's it's comedy. Um, <laughs> it's comedy. Hold on here. So here's the. Are we in the middle yet? Here's the clip. I'll just play it into the mic so I can. Okay. So, yeah. Do I need to move over? Or am I? I mean, no, we're in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But here it is. So, three, two, one, and play. Do you have kids? No, no kids. Are you going We might. It's one of those things where if we do have kids, huzzah. If we don't, we're not going to feel bad. Yeah. Oh, so you're not, like, trying. No, no, not trying for children. No, I enjoy my life. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I... It takes a village to raise a child, and a lot of villages have burned down in the last 20 years, so, you know? <laughs> You're going to say, it takes a village, but you live in an apartment complex. <laughs> no, that would have been nice, though. I like that. I like that. <laughs> no, because I said it, and still no one laughed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... And we're back. Um, so, no, that clip is funny and I like it and I'll probably repost it but like I'm also looking at it from the perspective of people who have kids taking offense to it yeah which which I don't think I don't think it's that deep I know you don't think it's that deep but it's the same as like your because that has nothing to do with me it has nothing to do what do you mean how someone feels like if someone feels a way oh, sure, about sure. like how I'm choosing to talk about having a kid or not having a kid or we talk about or whatever, that has nothing to do with me. Nothing at all. Because all I'm doing, I'm not saying having a child is stupid. I'm no. in no way saying you're an idiot. I can't believe you. No, no, no. I'm saying for me, for us, that's not something we want to do. That's not something I want to do. And if you feel a way about the decision that I'm making about my, my ovaries life, right. and my cervix and my motherfucking body, Hey, boo, that's not on me. You need to go talk to somebody about that because I don't understand why you are so triggered by what the fuck I want to do with my pussy. I don't get it. That's and crazy. if we want to do that, that's our business. Right, exactly. Day. That's like, all it is. If someone says, like, I want to have a child, I think that's beautiful. Go have it. 
oh, I don't want to have a child. I think that's beautiful. I think you should have a child. You should mind your fucking business. That's yeah, what I think. The you having that's one. That's what, is, yo. Because, like, my aunt will say that. She's backed up. So, Aunt Sonia, if you see this, I'm talking about the past, girl. I'm not talking about the present. Okay? Because <laughs> she, aunt, my aunt Sonia is really good at respecting my boundaries. I really appreciate that about her. Um, but she would be like, you know, when are you and JD going to have kids? No, 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 no. And I said, are you paying? Are you offering? Cause, you cause got, you guess got, what? You gotta. Make... Who's getting up with that child? Who's who's feeding that child, clothing that child, bathing that child, taking that child to school, paying paying if that kid wants to go to college? Like, who's doing that? Cause right now, for me, I, Dre is about all I need. <laughs> that's okay, our, that's our that's our <laughs> that's, cat. That's our cat, by the way. She's she's enough. Like that's enough. I'm, I'm, you know, that's cute. That's cute for us. But, you know, and then I finally we had a conversation where I was just like, dude, I don't know that we want to do that. I don't think I want to do that. And and I was just like, and why should we? Why? I mean, why? I think if we want to do it and we have a conversation about it, then we sh again, it's just it's a we scenario anyway. Um, but. Yeah, like, you know, there's there's also there's also like people who have that. I don't know. Is it? A, it's like a post feeling of missing out, where it's like, "Hey, you need to join us. Like, you, come, 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 be a part of what we're going doing." And I'm like, I, I don't think I want to right now, or maybe ever. I'm not sure. Uh, you should I, like I, anybody I, saying that. Go join a fucking mom's group and get away from me. <laughs> or book club. Yeah, uh, whatever. Floats your fucking boat. Shins your <laughs> canoe. Just like keep that shit over there. Like. <laughs> well, do you have, well, wait, do you, well, I would ask you, and we've had this conversation, but do you have like a visceral reaction to it now? Or is it just a, I don't know if that's for me. And if it ever comes back around the bend, we'll discuss it type of thing. Like I could see myself as a dad one day for the right reasons, but I don't think I'm just in the mindset of, oh, I'm getting older, better have kids or else. Yeah, that's not a reason. That, no, that's opinion, a t I think that's a terrible reason. In my very reason. humble opinion, that is not a reason to have a child. Mm -hmm. I think mine, it changes on the day. I am not someone who would sit here and be like, I'm never. Because I don't, when I say that, I feel like God be using his outside voice. And I don't need that kind of strife in my life. I'm going through a fuck enough right now. Um, but I think it's getting... It depends on the day. It is hard sometimes with, and I'm not going to get into all of this, but with everything that's going on in the world, it, you'd, you'd be hard convinced. To, 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 like, you'd be hard. I'd be a hard person to convince to be like, yeah, have a child. Like, mm -hmm. okay, but have a child now because, oh, my God, having a child is so beautiful. And it is. Like, I roll my eyes. I make these smarmy comments. And it it is. I do. I listen. <laughs> I'm just laughing. I, I'm self-aware as fuck. Yo, that's great. Cause I was gonna say, as long as you like yeah, right, I, like listen, you know. <laughs> like let's 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 make something like abundantly clear so this is on the fucking internet. Like I am well aware of like the goofy, crazy shit that comes out of my mouth and like the facial expressions and the visceral, you know, oh my god. Like I'm very, I'm very aware of that and how it can come off as like, damn, that girl just Oh uh, yeah, like I you get cool. in, if you get it in doses, like sure. Anybody could yeah. I mean, that's like, that's like anybody who gets clipped out of context and you yeah. see them being very passionate and then it's just like, ooh, red flags, whatever, blue flags, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying never. I just, I don't think, there's no perfect time to have a child, but I don't think this is the most opportune um, time to have a child. And I just think that, I don't know, there are just some things, even like financially and like life-wise that I would want. Like, you know, I think... You, I, 
a part of how we like us look at kids and like having kids um i think there's like a socioeconomic part that's a little bit different for me because like we grew up differently and so um there are certain things that if i'm gonna have a child i just don't really want them to have to go through or be around if i can help it mm -hmm. and you know that requires you know certain financial things to be in place and i just you know i'm gonna say something's gonna piss a lot of people off and you know again take it to your therapist because i said what i said um i i feel for me not for anybody else do what you want with your body it's your choice but for me um i don't want to have a child if i don't feel like i can afford said child for 18 years and have certain things in place and like there's no guarantees stock markets crash in the world you know we've seen we've seen okay mm -hmm. how the money can get real funny shout in the world globally um but i want to be financially as prepared as possible because there's just certain things that i i refuse to put a child, child through yeah. i just i don't i have no interest and in i it's not even about me feeling like a failure or whatever, but it's like if I know that better is possible, then good is not enough when it comes to having a child. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I'm not going to be the perfect parent. You're not going to be the perfect parent. It's not going to be the perfect scenario, but it can be comfortable and it can be, you know, a better environment. And if, you know, we have a child, that's what I want. And right now that's not the case. And you know, obviously it's changing. It's getting better every day. But yeah, I'm not saying never. I just, I don't, I don't know. And I like, we've talked about this, especially with the stuff that I've been through in the last year. Um, and, you know, the stuff I'm going through with my dad right now, my entire life has been about taking care of other people, taking care of my parents, taking care of friends. And I was an active participant in those choices. And, you know, not when I was a kid, but as I got older, I finally, as of last year, hung up my Captain Save-A-Ho uh, cape. <laughs> I'm retired. Y'all can miss me with that shit. Somebody else can go say them bitches. It's not going to be me. Um, and so right now, I just really want to see what it's like to take care of myself. I think something that's a very selfish thing that people say that I don't think they're always cognizant of is, you know, I want to give my kid everything I fuck off. That is so, that is so selfish. I get it. I get oh, it. Go, go sorry, to, you mean give it your kid everything you didn't have? Yes. Oh, oh okay. I like that. That like I I used to understand that mentality. Now I'm like you. Please go talk to somebody about that because that child is their own person. You like people get it confused. In my opinion, I think a lot of times some people I'm trying not to generalize. Some people say like you know my kids. You no, know, they don't. They don't belong to you. They don't you belong to them. It's the other way around. And they didn't ask to be here. You brought them here. So it's your responsibility to provide for them, take care of them, support them, do all those different things. And if that's not something you want to do, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think, I don't really you, think, I don't think you should be doing it, but that's just me. That's just me. I definitely think like Parenting should be one of those things where it's like, oh, I've accomplished a certain amount of things in my life, and now I'm at a place where I would love to have a child so that I could 
grow and nurture and take care of another life that I would love to see prosper and thrive, not for my own benefit, but just because I would love to share or maybe have that experience with with someone that I would actually be advocating and like focusing on and providing for from like a very unselfish place. Um, that's what I would like to say. Like, oh, I, you know, like I, I want to have children because I want to be a provider for someone else. I want someone else to experience um, not necessarily a life that was better than mine, but experience a life that I would love to fill with love and, you know, I, I, I guess maybe just give uh, unconditional help and happiness towards and, and, you know, maybe and maybe even build a bond between a uh, parent and child. I could see that. But as long as it's not like, oh, I just want a baby to have a baby or I just want a kid because I, you know, everybody else has kids. Um, that's I mean, I think, you know, there's that. And then there's also just uh, wanting to be a parent, like you said, in a position of, you know, being able to take care of a child for 18 or plus years and uh yeah yeah uh uh, and (laughs) you know it's funny i think i told you this but i don't know if i told you this but what's his name told me this uh marlon he told me he said well yeah jd you know uh, having kids is hard just get famous first (laughs) and i was like that's that's such a tone deaf thing to say i like you sound like my dad that sound like something i mean that sound that sound yeah (laughs) are we shocked we can't no, they, be shocked. No, they we can't be shocked. No, they they're cut from the I mean in the sense of in the sense of where they both what they've achieved. For all intents and purposes, your dad was damn near his dad. Uh yeah. On like, TV. Like he low key raised him in showbiz. Low key. He he definitely did. <laughs> like... He for sure did. He sure did. Yeah. Marlon Wayne's I thought that was such a funny thing because cause again that's because it makes it easier. Well, it makes it easier, but also that's just a mindset and thing that he says. And also, he also asked me from the perspective of like, I'm having the baby. And I'm like, I ain't having the baby. you're not. And every time I, anytime, anytime people ask me about kids, I'm like, if my wife wants to put her body through that, I will support it. And we can talk about it and figure out where to go with that. But, you know, he was just like, oh, well, yeah, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, sir. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, you're no, not carrying the fucking child. You they, can't possibly go blind from giving birth. A lot of dudes don't think. You can't of, die. A lot of dudes do not consider or think about that. They just think like, oh, I put my seed out there. So now whoever's carrying it, please take God, it to take it to the finish line for me. Um, <sighs> and I'm sorry to say it that way. That's that's just <laughs> I didn't mean to say it in a bad way. I'm just I'm, I'm thinking about how like most men. men, most men think that way. You know, that's just. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. It's crazy. I can't. I can't. <laughs> um, but I thought that was such a funny thing. And I was just like, all right, bro. Well, I'll check in when I'm famous. <laughs> you know? And even then, that's that still is so I mean, that makes that that comes with its own set of stuff. Yeah, it but it, even it makes it hard. Even regardless of that, just saying that is cr- wild. It's wild because it just it, <laughs> it's Marlon as fuck. But it's wild. I mean, I've heard that from I've heard that from a few people. I've heard I've heard it from Marlon. I think I think I heard it from maybe like two other people who because they because you know old, older people who know me will ask, "Are you having kids or have you Has had?" Dave asked you. I feel like I feel like he might have said something along the lines of <laughs> you you know well once you get successful it'll be easier <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know. 
And he had his kid around like late 60s. 60s yeah. Um, yeah, Dave's a G for that because there's no <laughs> fucking way. Shout out to because Dave. That's, well, that's because that's, the, that's how involved men have to be. It's like literally, I can have them whenever. Like that, uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, Al Pacino had one around eighty something, didn't he? De Niro just had a baby. Oh, did, is it De Niro? Yeah. Or was it Pacino? Is, I, I don't know. Pacino, Pacino, Pacino might. I'm sure he did because yeah. I think he just had one with like a twenty something year old, which is just really weird and gross. Um, I mean, not gross if it was just kind of like an egg situation. I don't think there's no egg. I I think that I don't think so. I'm, no, I mean in the sense of like they might not have even have had to have had sex. Like they're I'm are, trying to tell you I don't think that's what it was, but it maybe it was. I doubt it. I I'm cuz he has kids. So it was more of just like this is my 28 something year old girlfriend 50 years apart. Hey man, they like it, I love it. <laughs> I, I hey that again I've, that has nothing to do with me. Shout out to Pacino, you're a fabulous actor. I hope you're a bang up dad. <laughs> it's gonna suck that like you know your kids baby, probably that, not, not gonna you, fucking see. You're not gonna get ten years out of that baby. Maybe who knows? I mean I hope so. Let's not speak that over his life, but I, you know, sure, knock on wood. I'm just I'm saying the baby in the sense of just like genuine age. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, could get ten, maybe twenty. Eight, no, wasn't that this 103? That motherfucker is in his 70s. No, let's not his. speak on their life. <laughs> I'm just saying. He He's is. 83. That's what I'm trying to say. Pa- Pacino's 83? Is he 83? No fucking way. Pacino's in his 70s. Hold on. Hold on. We or he's he's eighty. He's eighty years old. We gotta put some respect on Pacino because that's a bad motherfucker. Hold what on. What's the name? He's in his 80s. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. But he's done like weird stuff with his like granddaughter and stuff. Like he's, I don't know nothing about that. He's done some questionable shit. I thought that was Woody Harrelson. I mean, or no, not excuse me, no Woody yeah, Allen. Yeah, but Woody she Allen. was eighty three years old. You're correct. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And his girlfriend is twenty eight. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, kids. I don't know. I'm happy for everybody who does have a kid, and I, I I wish you the best with that relationship, and I hope that it goes well for you and your child. Because I think kids are great. I, kids I, are great. I like kids. I'm a big kid. So, you know, it's very much a thing where I used to work with kids and coach kids in after school program. And I had way more in common with them than I did with any of the adults who were on my staff because they were boring and were complaining about adult things. And then I would go and hang out with the kids who were like mm, fifth graders, 10 and 11 years old. They're probably, they're probably all in their 20s now. And they would we'd be talking about the things I care about, uh, Mario Kart and Pokemon. <laughs> so it was, you know, it was just it was it was fun to connect with kids when I still had and still do have the enjoyment of like my childhood uh, things that made me happy within myself. You know, like I I always find it weird when I come across adult friends who who kind of like just like. I don't know what this word is. They they just kind of like dismiss everything they enjoyed as a child just because they're at a point in life where it's like, oh, I can't enjoy that. And I'm like, really? They like, can enjoy it or they just no longer enjoy it? No, no, no. Like they choose not to enjoy it because they think that it would be uh, beneath them to enjoy it. And, you know, I, I always I always find that like as a weird. I'm just like, wait, so you don't or or if they get into a relationship where the opposite party won't allow them to be a part of that. No, that's that's a that's, that's crazy. That's, I think that's wild. I, and I say that with someone who like walked into like a I think like a video game store one day and like this dude was selling his entire like collection from his childhood just because his wife told him he had to. Now, hold on. We're missing a lot of context I'm sure there's a lot a of conversation context. like that, like that, that. That may not look 
that could look like one thing and could be another. Definitely could. I I agree with like, that. Like you know, if if they need to pay rent, if sure, 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 be cheated. If sure. I don't know, it could be it could be a whole a whole. Or she could have just been an asshole. It could just be a whole lot of shit. I'm just saying it from what I heard when he walked into the store and said, "My," you know, very much to the to his chagrin, chagrin or dismay. To the dismay of, yeah, my wife just says I can't have this stuff anymore. It was very, you know. No, I, I don't know. But, and but, as a but, woman, that makes me think like, okay, so how distracting was that from your marriage? No, but, there, but there, okay, so. Uh, Again, we're missing a lot. Of, we're missing so much context here. That's just saying, like the first thing that comes to mind for me is like. I understand mm. the distraction to your marriage. I think it was more, and I've seen people have these relationships where. Yeah. It's like someone close to you had that. Yeah, but it's more of the oh, I just don't deem this as something that I would find as a quality in an adult partner. So I don't want them to have it anymore. Sure, it's just controlling, and it's like you should just be with somebody else then. Very much so. Like if they were doing that when you met him, like okay. Yes. Like you're yeah. trying to change someone. Like evolution and change is fine, but to just like get with someone and then all of a sudden be like, hey yo. No, yeah. And again, that's, I think, where the person came from when they were talking about it. But eh, I don't know. This is the last thing I'll say about kids because I lost my train of thought earlier sure. and it just came back to me. Um, I was talking about how, like, you know, all my life, like my, you know, parents parentified me, you know, raised me to take care of them, all that kind of stuff. Um, and being at this, you know, stuff I went through last year, stuff I'm going through now with my dad, um, you know, people say, like, oh, I want to give my child what I didn't have and blah, 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 blah. For me, not anybody else, just for little old me, I got to a place, especially with having to go to therapy, shout out to Dr. Kelly if you see this, um, where I realized, what would it look like if I gave that to myself instead of a child? Like I, Renee was telling me about this article that kind of spoke about this as well, and there was a quote that said that's an incredible, like, a lot of pressure or an incredible amount of responsibility or whatever to put on such tiny shoulders. And I was like, yeah, I feel that way. I want to be able to pour into myself and take care of myself and do things for myself before I do that for a child. Like Renee kind of has this thing that she always like, like she's been calling out to us lately where it's like, hey, you know, when you go here, when you do this, like get something for little so-and-so. So she'll be like, hey, like, you know, I'm proud of you. You did this Pilar, like get something, like get something for little Pilar. And so the other day, as an example, um, I was walking around and there was a record store and um, there was like a little uh, cheat bin outside and I just looked at a couple records. I went inside and there was the name of a jazz artist that I love, that I grew up with, that I'd never... I'd seen it in a store before, but not like on a tap, like very specifically it was Dakota State. And I was like, what the fuck? Like mm-hmm. people know who Dakota State is? Like if you don't know jazz, you don't know. I'm sure most people on this probably don't know who Dakota State is. And I was like, there's no way they're going to have this album. If they have this album, I'm literally going to lose my mind. JD, I went like, doot, doot. I pulled, I started crying. Mm. I was like, oh my God, it was like, I'm like getting emotional like right now. It I remember like I was not allowed to like put the records on the record player and I get it. My mom didn't want me to scratch them, but 
was my favorite, favorite, favorite record. And it had, um, I was fine until I was going to say what I was about to say. Um, Summertime, which is my favorite version of Summertime. And um, what really hit me too when I pulled it out, I never realized it was um, on the record because that song didn't mean as much to me then, but Misty was yeah, on that. Yeah, which was really nice. And it was like $7. And I bought the record and I was like, oh, I did that for like little me, you mm -hmm. know, like I have my own record player now and I have records that I collect and um, thank you, um, that I collect and, and mean a lot to me. Um, and not that having a kid would have kept me from doing that, but I might not have had that same free time to do that. And a lot of the healing and stuff that I've been doing um, and like inner work and just, you know, figuring, getting, not figuring myself out, but like getting to know myself better. I don't know that I would be able to do that if I had a child. And I think it's just really important for me to get like to experience that for myself first because I think that if I ever become a mother would make me you know because not to toot my own horn but <laughs> my therapist for Christ's sake and all my friends are like it listen we get it it's your body your choice but if you don't have a kid like that's kind of damn that'd be a waste you'd be a fantastic mom like Tasha's mom was talking to her the other day and was like Plara would be such a great mom Tim mm -hmm. who's adopted is like I really you know I get it. She may, she may not, she may want to, but like he, what he said made me cry. He was like the capacity that she has to love um, would just make for a really good mom. And it made me, it like really touched me because when he's adopted and you know, that's complicated and you know, I'm the godmother of his kids. So for him to like recognize that I was like, Oh wow. Like that you know, that means a lot because, you know, God forbid anything happens, like they come to us. Um, but I think for me to like actualize and become the mom I would want to be to that child, there's stuff I need to do for me and like need to just experience myself before I carry and bring a life in because I never want to resent my child and I never want to feel like, damn, I should have done this or mm -hmm. oh, I didn't get to do that. And now I got to wait or now I got to I don't I want to know what it is to kind of have life uninhibited by feeling the responsibility. I'm good. Thank you. By feeling the responsibility to take care of others before I take care of myself. Like, do you mean take care of yourself before you take care of others? I feel like you just said that backwards. Sure. I probably did. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just, you know. I had a really nasty habit before of self-abandoning, and I kind of feel like if I had a child right now, it would be a form of that. So, do you, so then, with that being said, do you have like a checklist or a time frame, or is it more just like if it happens, it happens? I don't. I don't have a time frame. Um, I don't. I don't. Have, I don't think I have a time frame. I mean, obviously, I'm a woman, so like, um. I mean, you saw when I got that COVID test that one time, that woman was like, well, you should try to get, you should shut the fuck up. 
you should shut the fuck up. What I want to do with my body, bitch, is my motherfucking business. You, I'm, I'm a woman. You think I don't know? You think I don't know the clock is ticking? I don't need pressure from you. I came here for a COVID oh, yeah, test. Yeah, she brought that up during a goddamn COVID test, right? Like, because she yeah. saw your age on a piece of paper yeah, or something? Yeah, and I was just like, I'm here to, for you to swab my fucking nose, bitch. <laughs> right, like... Like, the fuck? <laughs> Pete, that's, that's what I mean. Like, I didn't ask... You're not my primary care doctor. We're in urgent care. This is not an urgent issue. Yeah, that's a wild-ass thing to bring up during an urgent care session. Like, but, like, this is the plight old? of a woman. That 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 is, that is being a woman. It's like... Like everywhere you go, well, you know, you're running out. You're running out of um, minutes before I clock Beat you. Your ass. <laughs> you're running out. You're gonna get cussed out in about. Or I lose ooh, my two patience. Two point five seconds. Because I remember telling her, "That's my choice, my decision." Well, you know, you're you're thirty, whatever I was, thirty three, thirty four, or thirty three. You should really okay. Well, that's not what we're here to talk about. If we could just swab this nose. <laughs> right that'd be great if we could just do the job that you came here to do that's yeah that's wild the fuck are you my OBGYN? i think not no but um no i don't i don't have like a timeline um there are certain you know there's more traveling i want to be able to do i haven't traveled nearly as much as yeah. i would like to i, I want to see other parts of the world i would love to like you know spend a summer in france or a summer in italy and be immersed in the culture and the language and see how other people live one of the best things i think you can do in this life is see get out of your fucking especially in america get out of this self-involved bullshit and like see what how other people live like when we went to france like mm -hmm. that was earth yeah. shattering for me that was incredible and seeing how people live in like the cafe culture and like i want to go to australia and like spend like two weeks with like chris and patty not necessarily at your guys's house you know i love a hotel but like you know i hope i would make it two weeks because them motherfucking snakes and shit chat I, ho ass. I hope i can make it <laughs> but you know but like doing stuff like that and like even how what was it? Was that last year? It was last year. Last year, Chris, Patty, and I went to uh, an estate sale. We just decided on like a Wednesday. We decided Friday we're going to get up crazy early, go to this estate sale. We went. We had a great time. The Chanel prices were literally unhinged and deranged. We were like, no, thank you. We went and got um, brunch after at uh, Dialogue. And we're standing in line ordering, getting ready to order food. And Patty was like... Or no, Chris goes, my husband's crazy in his Australian accent. Like, my husband's crazy. He, like, was talking about going to Vegas. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you guys would have the best time. And then it immediately turns into, you want to go? The fuck? Yeah. We order food and then we sit down. And by the time we sit down, the food's not even there yet. We just order it. By the time we sit down, we've booked our flights. And I've texted you and been like, hey, like, how would you feel? Like, I just want to let you know. And you're like, yeah, go have a good time. I would love to do that a couple more times. That is something that as as a kid, I always wanted to be able to do, to just be like, hey, let's go to fucking Vegas this weekend. Or, hey, you want to go to like, you want to go to London for four days and just pick up? You can't, you can do that when you have a child. There are people that do that. I don't know that that's the type of, of lifestyle I would want with a child. Um, but also just the freedom of like, I don't, have to be i don't have to worry about this or do it's like bills are paid cats fed husband's good let's get mm -hmm. on a fucking plane and go live life like that i so desperately yearn to do that and 
having a child would complicate that. So being able to do that um, a bit more would I think make me be like, oh, okay, yeah, like yeah. I can, you know, chill out. I don't know. When you when you have a child child and then continue to do that, it almost somewhat feels selfish in the sense that you're kind of bringing the child along like a carry on item to your well i know that's like special for you as well because yeah because I, I was i was one of them babies i was one of them babies who was like I, I was one of them babies and like i can't i'm not complaining about being exposed to culture i'm happy that i was able to do it or i you know i can't complain that like my family wanted to do that it's more just i felt like oh i'm just here uh, as like almost like a side extension of what y'all got going on because y'all want to keep living your lives but you wanted me to be there too and then you got my brother and you bring us along and now we're just going on family trips that in my personal opinion are hella boring because I'm a kid who wants to just like enjoy kid stuff but I'm out doing things that personally I'm not having the most fun of or fun with and now uh, you know, get a few years older, I somewhat resent it until the point of like finally going and doing it for myself, in which case then I'm like, oh, this is nice. It's nice when it's on your terms. But mm -hmm. when you're a child, you don't have terms. You're just mm -hmm. connected by the hip of whoever birthed you and, you know, is raising you. And you should just be uh, grateful to be there. <laughs> or at least that's how society kind of uh, shows it. So, yeah. But um. Yeah, I just I just want to fuck around and find out a little bit more, especially because like COVID, you know, took that for like we got robbed for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I felt I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. Like I felt like I was really catching my stride and then boom, the world shuts down. Oh, them strides and, were cut off. Yeah. And it just it it sucks. And, you know, just seeing I think having friends that are from other countries absolutely makes a huge difference. Um, and just, I don't know. I th life is just meant to be lived and experienced. And I don't know that, you know, having a child right now is like, you know, it's no. I mean, I mean like, obviously not right right now. No, but regardless but. of right right now, I don't know. I don't genuinely know anyone personally who's like, or maybe no, maybe like two people I know who are like, oh yeah, we're trying for kids, like maybe. Oh, I mean, I've I've known people like that. I'm sure, sure. I'm sure yeah. you do. I'm thinking from the guy's perspective, like in the sense of yeah, I mean, dudes. Yeah, well, I'm I don't. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about my circle, not yours. I'm thinking about my friends that I know, and more or less, it's like, oh yeah, no, I just got a baby now, um, and and it's about that time that we just have babies, and I'm like, okay, cool. And it's like, so y'all were trying for babies? Like, nah, nah, we, we got them, and that's nice. And not that it's a problem, more like, almost like they're not, not like they're unsure of what they're supposed to do, but like almost the way that society shapes us and that your families shape you and uh, generations before you and cultural norms shape you. It's like, oh, we're, we're cracking that timeline. Should we have one now? Or that's, I don't even think that's a thought process. I think it's just like, well, if I didn't have one now, who knows if I would have had one? And you don't consider like, okay, but what like what do you want out of life? Like, is are there other things that you might want to pursue? Are there things that you were thinking about doing, or was it more just like, yeah, we're here, we have kids, and uh, now we're gonna be parents? And also, are you thinking about that child? Like, do you really? Yeah. Are you really? 
going to be committed, do you really want to actually raise that, yeah. a child? Because having a child and raising a child are two very different things. Um, and I don't know. I also feel like people should have to go to fucking therapy before they're allowed to. I mean, you can have a child, obviously not be allowed, but oh, yeah. I, I think therapy should be a motherfucking requirement. I know that. I think it I should be. That. I think it should be a requirement. <laughs> I think it should be a requirement once you're over eighteen. Period. No, I think it should be a requirement Earlier? from when you're. Yes. Oh well, that's oh true. Oh my god. Or maybe yes. maybe there should be like Jesus. therapy check-ins in certain like big moments in life, like a like like one year during like the most pivotal point of each like phase, like young child, teenager, early adult, this and that. Obviously, you can add more as you yeah. want to, I, I, but I, I hear what you're saying. But, yeah. Because you were the way you said it, like almost sounded like, oh, before you have kids, you should do it. Um, yeah. But I, but I'm saying, <laughs> no, no. But you were, but but you were saying it like it sounded Kill like you. Kill your shit before you put that shit on someone else. No, of course. I'm I'm saying like almost like how we how we talk about like uh, couples counseling, like a prerequisite to marriage. Mm-hmm. No, but you're saying like no, no, therapy should just be. I mean, some, we didn't do that. No, and we should still do it. Uh, mm-hmm. we sh- but I'm thinking more or less along the... Well, we did our own separate therapy is what we did, and we want to do couples ca- uh, counseling as well. Mm-hmm. What I was trying to say was, like, oh, we're thinking of having children. Now let's go to therapy and talk about having children. Mm-hmm. Is that what you... But you Or you just meant, like, regardless of that, no, just y'all, therapy should just be something we all do. Yeah. <laughs> I Thera- think it should be, too. Therapy should be something we all do. Yes. I, I, think, I think that's... I <laughs> think, thousand percent. Yeah, I think that stigma is so ridiculous because people see it as if there's a problem, and it's not that. I Whenever people ask me about therapy, because, um, you know, you and I both did it for, I would say, multiple years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still do it every now and again on, for like yeah. a touch-up basis. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Dr. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I love my therapist. She's the best. Right. I... <laughs> I like mine too. He's really cool. And I think it's more just whenever I talk to people, what's wrong? I'm sorry. I just thought about, um, I had like a therapy session sometime last year and we were both in the house. Like I think you had therapy and you were downstairs and I was upstairs and you like went upstairs to get something. And I walked past your therapy session and it sounded completely different. Than yeah. Mine. And you were like, are you sure that was, that was therapy? And I was like, yeah, why? And you were like, it sounded like you were having like a little kiki, like t- no, you said sound. It sounded like you were having tacky time with L, and I was like, no, that's how I talk to my therapist. And you were like, really? And I was like, listen, if I can't be myself, I, that's not my therapist. Your therapist is a reflection <laughs> of yourself, and I think that is exactly what you were having because my therapy sessions are kind of how I am. Mm. They're very much like how I am. I'm very kind of to the nose, trying to. I don't know, not necessarily solve problems, but trying to understand the root of the conversation. And I mean, you, you've seen me in meetings. I, I'm not like a funny business person. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like being funny outside of when I'm professionally doing it. Sometimes that's how I, I am sometimes personally when I feel like, Oh, we need to adult up in the room. I don't know if that's just something that I've learned or whatever, but um, yeah, no, my therapy sessions are different. But then there are ones that are really <laughs> funny, and I feel like I'm allowed to be my—I mean, I'm, I'm allowed to be my my most authentic self. But I like when I was doing them here, I would have them in a, however I would like to have them. Yeah. There, and there would be certain moments where I'd be like just kind of very honest and cutthroat, and there were, and then there would be moments where I'm more kind of stoic and listening from a uh, casual perspective, I'd say. Yeah. Um, 
what you mentioned earlier about having the capacity to be a good mother is what I was talking about when I'm when I was saying the mindset of wanting to be a parent. Mm. That's what I was trying to explain. Mm. Like, you know, I maybe mine came off as like you just want to give your child the world. But what I was trying to say is like having knowing that you have the capacity or maybe not even knowing, but being told that you have the capacity to be a great parent. Mm -hmm. And then hearing that and being like, oh, that sounds really nice. I appreciate that. And, you know, if I have children, then I I hope I can be the best version of that parent for that uh, child. Yeah. Yeah. Because because I've been told, you know. Every once in a while, like, oh, you'd be a really cool dad or a fun dad and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I, th- I was like, I think I'll turn that dad shit out. I think I'll have some good, good ass times. I think, I think we both be fun parents, personally. Um, but we got to go travel to London first, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, like, no, but there's, I mean, there's definitely stuff in life that I, j- I do want to just experience. And even if I, and also, I'm not afraid to say, like, yeah, if I don't have children, like, it, it'll be like those uh, TikToks where it's like, uh what dinks huh dinks i don't know what that is double income no kids maybe that's what it means but like have you seen those videos where it's like uh it's like the song is a uh, coming off the root with the lot mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. it goes real loud or whatever yeah, yeah. and it's like saying that shit turn up the holiday dude, gonna dun, get lit yeah i love I, that one and i but i think like the the caption will be like 60 something without kids how's life oh my god and i've then, seen that and, it's amazing yeah and then it transits yeah transitions into them li- ah! living their best ah! lives and not thriving and not complaining thriving. about anything and like thriving you know, i think i had one friend ask me like well what will you do with everything you've like come to I guess, uh, achieve, achieve. And like he said, one of my comedy friends said, well, well who are you going to pass any, any oh, of this? Oh, for fuck's sake. What's wrong? Sorry. I hate that. Just that statement? Just that, that legacy shit. Oh, I mean, I don't even know if it was legacy. I, I think he was genuinely talking about like, just like genuine, valuable I- items that I have that are, matter to me. And I was like, I was like, he was like, well, who, who would you pass down your, like, you know, your, your yeah. stuff, your stuff that you care about to. And I was like, Charity? It's not a reason. I was like, or or kid. or I was like to a to a a nephew, a niece. I swear, that's when I'm like, y'all be worried about the wrong shit when I, it comes to like the 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 mentality around having a child. Like, not saying you, no, I'm saying people you. in general. It's like, y'all be worried about the wrong shit. Be- because I think a lot of people don't know why they have children. Yeah, yeah. We we just kind of have, you know, and I, and I and again. Neither of us have children, nor nope. nor nor are we speaking ill about people who do. But I have, we have wonderful godchildren who are amazing, <laughs> and we love very, 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 very much. Yeah, Zozo and Jojo and Theo. Yeah, um, I I look at that. And I'm just like, look, man, like everybody got to live their lives the way that they want to, mm-hmm. and. I, you know, I'm not here to shame you for having children, nor should you be here to shame me for not having children. And if we both end up having children, fabulous, eh, amazing, wonderful, huzzah! That's what Vibes. I said in my stand-up clip. I was like, huzzah. I was like, huzzah! If it happens, cool. Mazel, Mazel like, go off. Yeah, I like kids. That's the funny part. Like, it's always I think a weird thing where people think that people who don't have kids don't enjoy kids. And it's like, no, I love I, I love kids and know what they're about. And maybe that's why I was like, I would much rather 
like you said, give that type of energy to the the younger version of myself that's still here. Listen, we're in my office. This ain't nothing but little JD up in here. <laughs> this this room ain't nothing but little JD. God, you talking about grabbing that record off the shelf? I got stuff over there that gets me teary eyed, which is so goofy and weird. But it just reminds me of a, mm -hmm. a nostalgic time when I was younger. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say shout out to Banjo Kazooie waking you up that morning. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so your okay, so your response to that makes me feel like it's bad that I had that kind of reaction. No, it's not. You know why I'm rolling my eyes. Yeah, I know. Because that made eyes? me because that made me teary eyed, and my wedding didn't make me teary eyed. <laughs> but then, but 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 I'm under. But when you when you laugh at that, all I can think of is, well, when in my life has being, like, not that me loving you or being married to you doesn't get me emotional it definitely does maybe i'm bad at sharing it with you uh, to a certain degree i'm not as i mean i am emotional but i i i you know i tell you the things that make me feel emotional about our relationship as often as i think makes sense but also sometimes i i like to have those moments for myself but almost uh not to compare but you know, core memories from my childhood, it might have nothing to do with that thing that I saw. Mm -hmm. It might just trigger a feeling that I had when I was younger and I could say like, oh, that moment in my life made me really happy. Mm -hmm. And not to say that my wedding doesn't make me happy. Like when I look back at those uh, photos and our wedding and our videos, I always get really emotional and enjoy those. Mm -hmm. But also what I meant to say is that I, I think, you know, the concept of marriage and relationships, I don't know how that was catered to you growing up. Com you know, compare, I mean, I do, I do know to a certain extent, but like may maybe I'm looking at it from like the, uh, the, no the like general norms and roles of society when it comes to how marriage is perceived for men versus women to a certain degree. And not to say that it can't be the same happy, emotional, gratifying moment for both, but I don't think I was ever raised in that way where it was promoted and or like shared as like this is like the most magical this and that um, time of your life. I think we all have that general idea of that, but the like not the way that like um, – some some I'd say younger women or just women in general are kind of like, you know, you want to find your um, what's called your the man of your dreams or the woman of your dreams and then get married and then, you know, live happily ever after. And that's like kind of almost from a societal norm standpoint, like kind of shoved down like the young psyches of some men and women out there through life. If that makes sense. Nothing to say, or it's like just I'm. I'm just I'm listening. Okay, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. I wish I think I wish those. I wish when I was younger that type of. Like I I think I wish feelings and emotions took uh, priority. Compared to me having to discover and understand them as I got, way older in my opinion. You know, to a point where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, feeling things is a thing. That's, yeah, that's good. That's nice. And not just having, 
core memories that may or may not now make me because like I don't even know if it's like a happiness type of thing I don't know if it's more sadness because I know I can't go back type of type of feeling mm. you know so these are just my thoughts I mean I did come from a broken home my parents weren't married when they had me some of my earliest memories of my parents are of them arguing and when I say arguing I mean like mm-hmm. awesome loving hip hop shit like, you know, I didn't grow up in a home where there was a lot of love or love to be seen. Like, I watched them argue like cats and dogs would wake up in the middle of the night because they were arguing like cats and dogs and saying like really egregious things to each other. That's where I learned how to cuss. Mm-hmm. It's probably where I learned how to read a bitch, truth be told, because both of them are fucking savages. But, you know, and like, I grew up in a home where like my dad actively chose to not be there. Like he moved across the country away from his daughter. And then when he was in town, what did he do? He went to jazz and blues festivals and would have to drive by my exit twice and wouldn't come and see me. He didn't come to, or he said he came to my graduation. If he was there, great. I mean, my grandmother says he saw him. I don't know if she really saw him or if she's just trying to be nice but he didn't come up and see me like I there were no daddy daughter dances even when we lived in the same state like he didn't go to my place he always missed them and shout out you know I give my mom credit where it's due she always made up a really nice excuse for him but you know I grew up hearing about how he cheated on her or you know watching her try to manipulate him and stuff like that like there was not love in that house or in that relationship like I watched my mom like do stupid shit not stupid shit but just like do shit with men where I was like girl like you making this a lot more complicated than it needs to be because kids like we don't understand all that there is in the world obviously we have such a myopic view but at the same time because of that we just see shit as like two plus two is four and even as a grown woman looking back at her behavior I'm like girl Man, like, again, I mean, my mother, you know, allegedly, because, you know, slander, defamation. <laughs> I don't I don't need bitches trying to get cute. I really don't. I like I don't I just I want no parts of that because she's wild and I don't need someone sending her this clip and then her being like, I'm going to fucking see, like, fuck off. Um, <laughs> Allegedly, my mother is crazy. It's so funny. But you know what? I actually was thinking about how you are supposed to say that. So, yeah, my you mother. are. And I don't like you're not going to catch me slipping. Allegedly. Right. Um, you know, allegedly. Um, oh, I, I, there's this one creator on YouTube. She always cracks me up. She makes these great, great videos. I can't remember her name, but she's always like allegedly in Minecraft. Like that's what she says. Oh, allegedly. like she tells her stories. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. She'll be like, so allegedly in Minecraft, this person did X, Y and Z. And it always tickles me. I don't play Minecraft. I know nothing about it, but I just I just think that's funny. That's funny. Um, but allegedly my mother um, has narcissistic personality disorder and borderline personality disorder. So if you know what that is you know there was a lot of craziness happening in that motherfucking house. And my father is emotionally immature. Um, so, yeah, that there was no exemplary relationship that I grew up. There was no example of like, oh, my God, this is what outside of like TV or whatever. I just knew that I wanted to share my life with someone and wanted to do better than what my parents did because obviously that shit wasn't you know 
a great blueprint to follow. Um, and I figured out for me, like, oh, like, I think it would be cool to be in love with someone and, like, spend your life with someone and have somebody that, like, you're with and has your back and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, you're, what you grew up with wasn't perfect either, but... Your father had a very interesting way of how he showed that in my very humble opinion, because I was not there, was not there when you were a child. Um, what I observed while I had the honor of knowing your dad and experiencing him was he had a very specific way that he showed how he loved you guys and how he how I perceived that he communicated that he loved you. Um, it, it wasn't what you needed. You needed more and you deserved a lot more than what you got. Um, and same with Alex and in some ways, same with your mom. Um, Allegedly. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, but there are moments over the years that I saw your parents share that would make me wonder how different I would have been if I had gotten to see that kind of love. Um, like I think, I think your dad was his sweetest. Like I think I saw the sweetest, sweetest form of that man whenever she was sick mm -hmm. because he would make her soup and he would chuck on her and he would, he would dote on her in a way that I never really saw him do before. You know, he'd make himself scarce allegedly and like go and do his thing. You know, he was always bopping around the house. But the times when she was sick, I saw the love that they shared. Mm -hmm. And it was really beautiful to watch, especially knowing like, you know, his some of his traumas and like, you know, that dynamic and her and, you know, all those different things. Um, But yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't something I grow for all it, for all intents and purposes. I should be a baby mama or I dead ass, dead ass, like straight up. I should be, I should be a baby mama. I should have a Coke problem. Probably I should be drinking. You know what I mean? I should, I never should have waited to fuck until I got married. I should have been out here spreading it around. Duh. Didn't do that. I just went in the opposite direction. Can I say something? Sure. I was not inferring that you had a better outlook as a child on um, relationships and marriage and all that stuff, I was saying specifically how society manufactures marriage and relationships towards young girls compared to young boys is what I was getting at. Not your personal mm -hmm. scenario, not your personal situation. I'm aware that that's not what you experienced. And I'm also aware that's not 100% what I experienced. I did know what it mm -hmm. was to see two parents together. Sure. I, I definitely know what that was. But I never thought twice about it. I thought that's just how it was because of my scenario outside mm -hmm. of maybe, uh, allegedly, a year or two where I feel like they weren't as close. But I... I mean, that's public record. Allegedly. But I was going to say, um, yeah, no. I'm. I was saying the way that they kind of like how society caters Barbie to girls and G.I. Joe to boys. That's what I was trying to say. And then if you're, you know, uh, your own person and figure out that, oh, you maybe you like Barbie as well as G.I. Joe, you know, then I that. I actually then, did fuck with G.I. Joe. 
Yeah, then that's then that's your own that's your own person. Listen, I like Spice Girls when I was younger. I thought they was I was like them girls got it. I used to know they dances. I don't know why I was doing them, but I knew them. They were good. I used to know that. I used to know Britney Spears. Oh my god! What's the oops? I did it again. I play with. I used to know that joint. That was my joint. But um. Yes, I, I was talking about more or less the type of stuff that is catered in our generation because it's not as free as it is now, mm-hmm. if we're just being real. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, very much like boys are on this side. Boys are blue, girls are pink type, you know. Um, so that's what I was alluding to when it came to the marriage and wedding and video game and all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. not to say that they don't matter the same, if not more. They definitely like my marriage is way more important than like fucking video games. I'm I'm hyper aware about that. Hopefully you're you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I spaz out and that maybe made you I don't know how that made you feel outside of like surprised, I suppose. Um Well, did it hurt you that 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 I felt like that? Cuz I don't I'm not like I a, think I think rationally no. I think emotionally yes. Not hurt, like, oh, my God, scars. I'm going to bring this up in, like, therapy. But um, I think especially at that time, like, in our marriage, if we're going to, like, be honest. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Because I felt like at at that very specific time in our marriage, I definitely felt like um, you could get emotional about not a lot, but some things, but not really me. Mm -hmm. Um, And our marriage and so to see you get like that hyped you know again nostalgia which like you know the feels you know like the 90s like we you know it was a very special time um but yeah a a part of like a a a part of me was like damn like I don't I've never seen him like get that emotional or that like whatever however to describe that emotion about me or our marriage or our wedding or anything not to say that you weren't like you know excited but that level of emotion and passion yeah 100 percent. okay i wasn't aware of that I, I i did not know that it was something that uh maybe frustrated you or in that moment or whatever i mean i said it to you i know you said it but you, i thought you were but i'm thinking you're comparing it to the feeling and emotions that I had on our wedding day, not considering what we may or may not have been dealing with during our marriage in that particular time. But I, I told you then, cause you asked me, you were like, well, what, like, why, like, why do you feel this way? And I, I told you, I was just like, cause there was another like thing with like Paul and Gabe one night where I was like, I wish, you know, that I got that kind of like, emotion or whatever from you i feel like you're able to do that in video games or sometimes with your friends but not necessarily with me and so i i did i did tell you at the time okay so you told me at the time but you're saying that specific emotion or just like you're saying are you trying to say that i don't get or maybe i haven't gotten that type of excited with you in moments at all in our relationship or or you're, or you're just like, oh, I wish he would sh- ex- exude that particular emotion with me from time to time, particularly like that specific emotion. It's not a thing where you're considering the other emotions that I 
share with you or the moments that I do have with you that are very exciting for, well, I would say they're exciting for me. I'm not sure how you would uh, see them possibly. I mean, yeah, they, they are exciting for me, but I think to what you stated earlier in the podcast, um, by your own admission, you're not always the best at showing it outwardly. Like you may feel that inside, but you know, don't always know what that looks like on the outside. Even like a conversation we had a couple like weeks ago, maybe, maybe two months ago now, I don't know, weeks, months, whatever. It's all blending together these days. Um, but I lost my train of thought and oh, you're good. we were, ha well, we were having a conversation and, um, we're talking about emotions or hold on. I'm going to get it in a second. Um, no big deal. No, it was just like drives me crazy when this happens. Um, I don't know. We were talking about being emotional and I don't know, like I think just the general conversation like we've had before is, you know, you don't always express out. Oh, oh, you, I don't feel like you always express outwardly how you feel. And so I think I, I not think I had said to you, I feel like you sometimes you have this expectation that including me, but people in general, just like if you say something once about how you feel like, or if you just, you know, we're just supposed to know and just kind of carry that versus like, you know, it's nice to hear. Like, I, I know I've said that too over the course of our marriage. Like, it's, mm -hmm. you know, nice to hear if you think I look pretty or if you think whatever. Like, those things are nice. Like, not saying that and just assuming that someone knows that is difficult on the other person at times. And um, what I expressed to you in that conversation was I don't know. I'm not saying it's intentional, but I, I don't. I feel like you're not always cognizant of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have those uh, feelings. I also feel that sometimes, um, I sometimes not to. I'm not trying to flip this. I'm just trying to say that I sometimes feel that same way with you when I don't know what's going on in the sense of emotions and how you're feeling. But I, I am absolutely aware that I think that's something I exude for sure, and I try to work on it, you yeah. know, as much as I can. I definitely. I'm a lot more, I would say, vocal about things that I'm feeling and sharing and wanting to um, share with you on a daily basis now more compared to the past. And hopefully it's beneficial, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, no, I think that probably comes from at a younger age maybe being told that like my opinion or thoughts on things was wrong or not what I should be saying or how I should be speaking. And then sometimes I think I just clam up and hold it in and keep it to myself. Cause I'm like, well, I may, you know, the whole, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. And even when I did have some nice things to say, it's like, Oh, maybe I'll just skip that part too. Cause who knows if that will be perceived as nice or maybe it's just something that I should just internally think. Yeah. So those are some of the thoughts that I have. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Um, and also I feel like when it comes to me and you, like you get me hype in different ways. Like video game hype is such a weird thing. I don't know how to. It's not about the, it's not about, it's not about the video hype. game hype. It's about that expression of emotion. It was about that excitement, about the fact that you teared up. And I understand that nostalgia, like rationally, I understand. Like I just got, I just literally was crying 
and -hmm. getting teared up over a record, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But to not see your spouse do that for you, at least for me, that was tough. For sure. But I I would say what – I think my thing is like the emotions that come – that I receive from marriage aren't the same as the emotions I would be feeling for stuff like nostalgia. Those are two different. They like to me live in two different houses, Hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like mine is more like for our marriage is way more under the circumstance of appreciation and happiness and feeling secure with someone that I care about. And like, I feel like, to me, the emotions that I share that I guess would be somewhat equivalent is like when me and you are having just like the best time together, mm-hmm. you know, like whether we're uh, gossiping or joking about some stuff or having a moment with each other um, out and about or having a conversation that's really beneficial to both of us or or being silly at home. To me, that's what I would kind of put in the same realm of what those feelings are or getting excited to do stuff together or share experiences with one another. And I, I apologize if I'm not teary eyed enough for those particular things. I know that's not what you're saying. That's not, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's more or less how I see that, you know, like when I go back and watch like old videos of us from like ten years ago, or um, maybe look at like a photo or something that we have at the house, like I definitely sit back and like kind of just like stay present in that moment, and and I'm I'm like very thankful to have you in my life and have you be a part of what I would say are the better years of my life. I would say, you know, or the better part of who I am in my lifetime. So those 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 are how I feel when I when I think about us and what we've um, come to accomplish in all these years personally. Nice. Yeah. I appreciate that. No problem. I'm sorry if I don't share that enough. I feel like I I feel like I share it to. Maybe I feel like I share it enough, but maybe it's not enough. Maybe you need more. Perhaps. Yeah, express that. Yeah. 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 And I or maybe I don't know how much how much you need. Maybe there's that. Maybe maybe if I'm thinking about how I look at it from my side of the in in my shoes. Yeah, comparatively. Maybe that's just how I see it sometimes. Hmm. I don't know. Did you want to get to the end of this thing or do you want to I don't know I think think we've gone we've definitely gone over an hour it's like an hour 20 um other than that i think there was like maybe one question but if not okay, we can let's do it i mean it would probably be great to end it on a lighter note <laughs> what do you mean you uncomfortable no i'm fine oh i don't care if they're uncomfortable this is our podcast last okay. time i checked okay. well. <laughs> unless well what do you mean lighter note was this sad was this... no it's just like intense intense i mean like i'm thinking about the listener not us this is our life 
Sorry we got intense on y'all, baby. It's my bad. <laughs> Why you eye roll? <laughs> I don't see that as intense. Whenever I'm having conversations like that, I see those as just genuine conversations. I'm sure that people can get uncomfortable. Yeah, that's. I'm thinking about how someone might receive this, not how I feel about it. I'm fine with it, but I'm thinking about, you know, like we're having, we just had a very, you know, personal conversation about our marriage and our relationship and you know all those things I'm thinking about the listener like how would they receive this you know this might be you know a lot for someone which is fine they chose to listen to this but you know we can also end it on like a a lighter note for them that's nice to you that's my that's usually my that's usually my thought process on producing content but I only say this at as the as the fact that in the beginning of this thing you say you don't give a fuck what nobody thinks when it comes with when you're talking about what you talk about yeah but not give, in this scenario it's not about not giving not giving a fuck what someone thinks is very different for me than not giving a fuck how something I create or participate in can make someone feel okay. I would say yes, but at the same time, we posted them clips like a week ago and you didn't give a fuck how that made people feel. But that's not the same is what I'm hearing. Maybe I'm not explaining this great. Give me a second. Um, I, I think I get it. I would say it like in the sense of like the people that come and listen to our podcast, like, you know, they we're funny, we're light, and we have serious conversations, but also I think – this is really what it is. Given the state of the world, I just would like to provide a little bit of levity. Yeah. If we can. Yeah. So like ending it with a little levity, I think is is nice. Sure. That's all that's all I'm saying. Um someone someone left me a a DM that kinda like hit me. They told me I was their comfort creator and they got a lot of comfort from watching my stuff and and all of that. And so it just I don't know. It just kind of reminded me of that. And, you know, like, hey, you don't like it. Cool. Great. Fine. But I'm just thinking about a few a handful of people who just maybe needed a little extra laugh and or a little extra something. So we, you know, started light and funny. We got into like some pretty heavy stuff and, you know, bringing it back up kind of like with a show, you know, like you take the crowd through, you know, a journey. And so. Well, you know, the journey could end up on a little kiki. I think that's cool. That's that's what I mean when I talk about how people feel. Now, if you feel a way about how I'm living my life, that's your business, bitch. It ain't got nothing to do with me. That's that's what I mean by that. But the people that actively care about us and want to listen to us and consume our content, they can leave with a little, you know, little kiki, little haha at the end. Let's do it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Listen, you're uh, that's nice that you consider that producer Pilar, not to say that that's what you're doing in particular. I am very uh, comfortable with just leaving people the way I felt. And I would say that is mm -hmm. not beneficial to any type of entertainment because I have had who I think I saw a video where it said, well, don't bring your negativity to the audience because the audience comes to you to relax and unwind. And I'm just like, but I'm a human being too. I'm gonna let it all out. And you and you can balance. Like we yeah. like that's that's I'm looking for balance. That's what I'm trying to do here is, you know, we're talking about real stuff in our lives and funny stuff and what's going on, but you know, we can have balance. We can, we can. Or we could just 
take this car off the cliff, baby. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. Well, let me pull up this uh, question that we got. Again, send us questions, uh, voicemail, however y'all want to do them. Uh, in the in the comment section go to or actually hey if you want to leave questions in the comment section you can do that too but we would love the voicemail so we could listen to them and then kind of genuinely connect with y'all all right so um da, 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 da. this one is actually to us and it's kind of like a relationship thing even though we're not relationship gurus we can <laughs> guys like please understand yeah we're like there's one about in some cases it might be the blind leading the deaf okay <laughs> like, <laughs> like honestly well i mean it was for us so i'll read it it says hey jd and pilar you um you guys are awesome and my Thank question you. is that my friend and i talk sometime and i attend and i attend i tend to call him and text him a lot and we talk it out or call so how do i change that and how can i be a better friend to him i don't know it's kind of big let me see that. Yeah, there's some stuff in there. Sometimes my question is that my friend and I talk sometime and I tend to call him and text him a lot and we talk it out or call. So how do I choose that? Or I don't know if it makes the most sense. I'm so sorry. I. How can I be a better friend to him is what I'm getting out of it. Is that my friend and I talk sometimes and I tend to call him and text him a lot and we talk it out or call. So how do I change that oh okay all right what i feel like i'm getting from this is it sounds like what this person is saying is that they call that friend a lot yes. and that friend helps them process and work through things and they're i feel like what they're asking is how they can kind of turn that tide and be a better friend to them which to that i would say when you call them or reach out to them just ask them like hey like how can i hold space for you what do you want to talk about? And then just hold that space for them and don't talk about yourself. Don't bring up your issues. Don't bring up your stuff. Just be like, hey, if you are in a space, like maybe text them ahead of time. Be like, hey, if like you're in a space, like I'd love to chat with you today and just hear what's going on with you. Like me and my girlfriends do that. Mm. Like we'll text each other and just and like I'll text. I'll use Tasha, you know, as an example. And I'll just be like, hey, I just wanted to check on you. Um, if you need space held, I won't say a word. I will just listen. And you can just call me if you want to fucking scream on the phone for four hours. I don't really give a shit. But I, if, if you just need to just get stuff out of your fucking brain, just call me. Mm. Um, and they do this. They do the same for me. Like Renee just said that to me the other day. She's like, boo, if you need to call me and just fucking like lose your mind, just do it. Um, so I feel like that's that's what they're saying. So to that, again, I would say is just reach out to that friend and just be like, hey, I want to know what's going on with you. I want to know how I can show up. Like, how can I show up for you um, as a friend today? And do that yeah so. for sure unless i'm reading it from the perspective of you and your friend talk sometime and you tend to call him more than he tends to call you and maybe you're saying like you wish that he called you more perhaps i'm not sure if that's how i'm interpreting it and in that case maybe meet him where he's at or let him know how you feel yeah. about the communication and what's going on between the two of you and maybe that's a good way to be a better friend to him by telling him how you feel. And if that helps. God, excuse me, that was horrible. I'm so sorry. You're good. It can't be picked up, so you can just do it off mic. Um, <laughs> it's just funny. It's just funny. Do they have manners? <laughs> no, you got the burpees. Like, it's making me laugh that you got, you know, just, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So 
if you want to be a good friend to this person, I think maybe having a conversation about how you want to be a better friend could help. Or ask them what, what, how can I show up for you better in our friendship? What, what can I do to be a better friend to you? What are my blind spots? What am I missing in this relationship? If that's something that is of their concern as well. I know me. Sometimes we're not even aware that you think you're not being a good enough friend and we are just happy the way that things are. And maybe you don't have to do extra credit. We could just keep things the way that things are going, uh, depending on how you're feeling. I don't know. I would say if you're not on the same page, uh, maybe try to figure out what that page is. What was all that? What's extra credit. I, I mean, I'm not trying to be, make fun of it or make light of it, but genuinely from the perspective of like, oh, I didn't know that you weren't being a good enough friend to me. I thought things were cool. So wait, what's going on? And then trying to figure that out from that point. Because I would say some people are clueless. I get clueless every once in a while. I have my moments where I'm just like, oh, my bad. I wasn't even aware that this was going on. How how can I be of assistance? So I was just saying it from the perspective of maybe that person isn't aware of how you feel and you're feeling something from one side that they may or may not know is a positive or a negative. So then once you maybe voice it out there, you can figure out how to move forward based off of their response. It's not necessarily extra credit. It's sorry, I made light of the situation. Yeah, all right, there we go. That's a, that was a question. Was there anything else from the comments of our last video? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Some of y'all's comments are so funny. They were nice comments. They we appreciate really all the comments yeah. that you all sent us if i can get them up on the screen in front of us right now uh Ooh, excuse me like yawn yawning mm -hmm. no biggie uh <laughs> stress wait no that was the wrong place to go da, 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 da. All right. Hopefully, there's I not can't a video playing in the background. Oh my goodness! Because it's, a little dogs. it's weird. <laughs> I, I love animals. I had a dog. Yes. Scroll. Yes. Pulling up the last episode. Hope it might start playing. So I'm gonna mute it. Savage. Pause it. Okay. I think it was playing for a second. Sorry if you heard that. On the what's it called? Let me switch this over. And now we are scrolling. No, no, I think I accidentally clicked a video. All right, there we go. Um, oh, that's the comment that I like. Now this is what we want to see. Ew. Yeah, these are comments from our last episode. You guys are so sweet. Shout out to all of you that we're looking at. Queen and Cursive saying, mm -hmm. now that's what I want to see. This was absolutely beautiful. This was absolutely beautiful to witness. Thank you for educating your husband and those in the audience uh, that don't know about ballroom. Also, hats off to your husband for being willing to listen and learn. Yep. I try. You do a good job at that, I will say. You really do. I do a good job of not cutting you off. I try not to do that because yeah. I see that in podcasts all the time and it pisses me off. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, why ask a question if you didn't want to hear it? That mm -hmm. is crazy. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I would say I'm a good listener now compared to maybe back in the day uh, dependent but i mean i think i learned that through just like being with you and also therapy mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I don't think it's medically safe for me to be deceived. Where are we reading? Oh, shout out to your niece, uh, Kalua, as well. <laughs> Darkwing Chuck 5005 says, I don't think it's medically safe for me to be deceased. This may... This many times. Oh, under two hours. That's great. This was such a fun and informative episode. I knew a tiny bit about the Orisha. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the Hoodoo Heritage, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Sonic. Man, we're just scrolling through comments right now. Been waiting for that notification. Love talking teaspoons. This is finna be good. Honestly, I was sad that y'all stopped uploading episodes after the pandemic because they were so good. I really appreciated the both of you sharing personal things you discovered in therapy and reflecting on the struggles of your relationship in older episodes because they provided clarity for things that were going on in my life. Thank you. Oh. Uh, oh, press Lex. And I know this one is for the girls, but as a straight black man, this is <laughs> this was enjoyable for me too. Thank you for continuing. So yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad that we were able to come back and do this because uh, I think. Fun. We, yeah, it's fun, and it it's nice, and I enjoy spending the time with you once a week or however often we get to chat. And also, I think we also we always wanted to do it. I'm not I, – outside of the fact that, like, in my brain I say it was it's just a lot to produce solo and, you know, even together trying to get here and do this. Um, and my schedule was crazy before. Like, I mean, both of oh, us. Yeah. But, You're, like, I was yeah. running a fucking multi-million dollar company by myself. No. I was like, I don't want to. I'm tired. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Your schedule was crazy. We moved. We did hell. a bunch of different things. And now we have the time, so we're making it. Um, again, thank you for all these nice comments. Uh, Stephanie Pay- Paget. I hope I don't say your name wrong. Lotus Flower Bomb. Onyx Clemens. And everyone else, these are all very nice comments. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you all are glad that we're back. And we'll keep doing it for as long as we enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, I don't think we, we appreciate ha- you guys. You guys are the best. Yeah. Truly. You really are. Your messages mean a lot, especially on like, you know, anxious, stressy, depressy days um, that we have. So, you know, we really value the fact that you guys like watch our stuff and comment and interact with it. It's, it means a lot. So we appreciate you. Yes. Shout out to y'all peoples. All right. Well, I think that might be a good place to wrap it up just cause we're getting close to two hours and I wanted to wrap this at one hour. I don't, I don't know if we need to do two. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we need to do one minute, an hour 30 every time, unless we have something to talk about, but yeah, we did mention, Hey, please send us voicemails. Please. Please. We would love it. I that love way, them so much. That way we could do like uh, either an episode on one question or an episode on three questions or things like that. Or if there's topics happening in the world after watching this episode, if you want to go leave a comment like, hey, on the next episode, would you mind chatting about uh, this video? Or have you seen this video on TikTok? And I don't know if y'all can leave links in my in our comments. I don't think you can, but you can always message them to us personally on social media platforms or on uh, Discord. I have a Discord. Most of you know where it is, I hope. Discord.com, run, JD, run. Uh, uh, Discord.gg, actually. But regardless of that, yeah. So feel free to try to get in touch with us if you have anything that you want to talk about or if you want our thoughts on a particular subject or something like that. I feel like there's a lot of random things that are happening in the news. You know, there was like the Cheesecake Factory list and the – Chief Keith, in, uh, Chief Keith, <laughs> Keith Lee in Atlanta. There's there's a bunch of random stuff. I kind of like our con, or excuse me, our content to be more focused on what we're going through and also communicating with our community instead of just like commenting on like things that are going on in the world. That just kind of feels, I mean, not not that it's a problem. More just like it depends on 
what we want to talk about. Uh, but either way, I had a good time. I hope you did too. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Thank Thanks, you all guys. for being here. We'll see you next time. Peace. Oh, wait, hold on. This is what the kids do nowadays. Love you. I don't know how to do that one. This. That, that's the, that's the, that's a gang sign y'all throwing up. All hearts, homie. <laughs> yeah, because they'll be like this. Love you. Yeah, that's loud. Yeah. Versus it, like. I like the heart. Thank you.